Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad, I, uh, today is my dining reservation day for my trip in April. My daughter's first trip. So we got some, we got some reservations. And so we, did you, so did you have the, the, like, sweaty palms and the, the shortness of breath and all the things that come with a, a good, um, attempt to make all of your dining reservations? Do you want the good for radio answer or the honest answer? <laughs> I mean, we're all friends here, Jeremy. You might as well give us the honest answer. The honest answer is I received an email from my travel agent at 515 that said, here's what you have. And then I mouse dining to the things that she couldn't get. Okay. So <laughs> Jeremy's a jerk, but also Jeremy is reminding you, get a good uh, you know, uh, travel agent. Get a good Disney travel agent. It doesn't cost you extra. Yep. And a good Disney travel agent will do that kind of stuff for you so you don't have to deal with it. No, actually, I think that's awesome. Like I I think that's a great reminder for those who who want to stay on property. And by the by the way, that is an advantage to staying on property, right? Because then you have access to Disney travel agents and stuff like that. Yep. So you get those extra perks. Uh, but anyway, so what did you end up with? So we decided, because I know you and I have talked about Hollywood and Vine versus Chef Mickey's, and we decided to do breakfast at Chef Mickey's because um, we don't really watch a lot of the Disney Junior shows anymore. Um, Vampirina and Fancy Nancy have kind of fallen off. Um, the younger kid is really into Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but that's really all we watch, and I we just decided that having breakfast with Mickey Mouse himself would probably be a better option than, than going into the Disney Junior thing. So sure, we decided to do uh, Chef Mickey's. We didn't get that. It's on Mouse Dining right now because we were not able to get a Chef Mickey's breakfast reservation, but I'm not sweating that too much. Um, the other things that we are going to do is we're going to do hoop de doo review again because that is not only something that Claire and I really loved and want to do, um, but I think it, it'll be good for uh, Lindley because it's it kind of keeps your you know attention the whole time and it's very unique and the food's really good. And, um, but we got well let me let me start at the <laughs> way back in November when I first booked our. Uh, hoop de doo review seats. I did not realize that there are different seating categories. There is category one, which is the floor. Category two is the rear balcony. And then category three is the side balconies. I didn't know that. I had hoop de doo in mouse dining and just took the first one that was available. Right. That happened to be. That's what, you, that's what you do. Right. And that happened to be category one, which is the floor, which is the most expensive. And I did not also, I also did not realize that they are priced differently. The floor is more expensive than the second balcony, which is more expensive than the, or the rear balcony, which is more expensive than the side balcony. Okay. So when you, when you say more expensive, like let how me, much more expensive? Let me pull up the pricing real quick. C category one. Um, for ages 10 and older is $74 a person. Now that is including tax and gratuity and everything. So that's a flat 74 bucks a person. Okay. And that's the floor. Category two, which is the rear balcony, 
is 69, and then category three is, nice. 60, is 66. So the difference is only $8 between the worst, quote, worst seats and the best seats. But, uh, and then for ages three to nine, it is 44, 40, and 39. So, so $5. $5. The worst and best. Yeah. So it is, you know, what, 150 bucks for two adults to do category one and then 130 basically for two adults to do category three. And then, uh, add on, you know, however many kids you have. But yeah, that was our, that was our, you know, just ignorance, I guess, at play. But we did look into Category 1, and it was really good. So fast forward to today, and all that was available is Category 3. So we have side balconies seats right now, which we have in mouse dining, you know, for the earlier shows. And we'll see if we can get Category 1, but we at least have the reservation. See, the, I, yeah. I feel like if it was, you know just me and my wife making a trip i would probably do a category two or category three but i think if i had my kids with me i'd want to do category one because i want to be like more up and up and in the action it was really cool i mean the performers go out in the into the dining room and they you know walk around and like i said when i was you know quote reviewing it before um it is interesting to me, to see how the servers and the performers have to kind of know what each other are doing and kind of dance around each other because, yeah, there's a lot of times where the servers have these enormous trays way up in the air and and, uh, they're navigating between the same tables that the performers are. So it was pretty cool. But, yeah, so we're going to try to get Category 1. I mean, the the price is not meaningfully different. You know, you're talking about... 130 bucks plus 40, 170 dollars, or 150 plus 40 is 190 bucks. You're talking 20 dollars difference, and you might as well get nicer, better seats. So we are gonna do hoopty doo no matter what. We already have the reservation, um, and I th- what I'm excited about is we're gonna be we're gonna be at Magic Kingdom that day. We're going to get on a boat, which I think is going to be really cool for, for Lindley. We're going to get in a little in a, one of the boats, go take the boat to Fort Wilderness, do hoop-de-doo, and then come back on a boat to the Magic Kingdom. And she's going to get to see the Magic Kingdom lit up at night as we you know get off the boat and then go back to the hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that'll be a super cool thing for her to get to do. <laughs> Um, the other things we got, uh, and we don't have very many dining reservations. We're not trying to do too much table service. Um, like for the second day we're there, we don't have any reservations at all. We're just going to quick service and do snacks and stuff and, and hang out. You know, maybe we'll go back to the hotel and swim for a while. Uh, we do have reservations for Harmony Barbershop the day we get there. Yay. I got a, I got a 1 PM and a 2 PM. Um, just in case our chef Mickey breakfast is a little bit later, we can still eat breakfast and then make it to magic kingdom for what I, what I heard is what I heard is one's for her and one's for you. (laughs) That would actually, yeah, I might actually do that. Come on, dude, go, go do it. Get some, get some, uh, uh, some sparkles in your hair, you know, just, (laughs) just do it up, do it up. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm now trying to bring up haircutting um, a little bit more to get her comfortable with it because she loves her hair and she's never gotten a haircut and she's five 
um, and she is nonplussed about the thought of getting a haircut. Wait, she's never gotten her... So this will be her legit first haircut? Yes. Oh, wow. That's so cool. This is... Yeah, it's by design. We have held off cutting her hair so that she could get her first haircut at Harmony I mean, I'm talking smack because, you know, I'm waiting till my child is two (laughs) to get a haircut. And here you are, you know, at five, though... I mean, you saw you saw him. He had a mop of hair. Like <laughs> yeah. he he needed he needed that hair. When I feel like a little girl can get get away with it a little better, but yeah, this will be her legitimate first time ever getting a haircut. That yeah. is so exciting, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so pumped for you guys. I'm for stoked. That. And to round it off, the last day, and I did this for you, buddy. We have Art Smith's homecoming brunch reservations at 10 a.m. So there you go. I mean, you got to have it. We will be there on a Sunday. We'll have proper brunch, and we'll get the hallelujah biscuits, and I'll be able to give you my honest opinion. But uh, barring, you know, some catastrophic thing, I'm pretty certain we're going to be able to get Chef Mickey's for the for the morning we're there, uh, or for the morning we get there. Our plane lands at MCO at 8.30. So I'm trying to get like a 10 to 10.30 uh, breakfast reservation at Chef Mickey's. Man, y'all are going to have a full... So, so wait, so you're going to land at 8.30. Dude, we take off at 5. You, oh, and then you're going to go do Chef Mickey's, and then you're going to go do a haircut and, and do Magic Kingdom that day. Yeah. We're going to have to leave here, leave the house at 1 a.m., to get down to the airport, get parked, get in. <coughs> we, yeah, it's going to be rough, man. Okay, so question. We are you. we are counting on adrenaline and fun and joy. I, I think it's going to be a pretty early night that night, like, of course. But, yeah, we're, our, our plan is get there, do Chef Mickey's, do a haircut, do the Magic Kingdom for a while, and then, you know, probably head back, take a little nap or just take a rest, and then maybe go back out. I don't know. We're gonna we're just gonna have to play it by ear. But yeah, that day is gonna be one AM setting off to get to the airport and take off at five. So question, are you only doing one day at Magic Kingdom or we're are you doing two days? Two. We have three days of park tickets. We're gonna do Magic Kingdom and then Hollywood Studios and then Magic Kingdom again. And then that will be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then Sunday, we have no tickets at all. We're going to go to Springs. We're going to do homecoming and and just kind of hang out and then fly home. But yeah. Okay. Let, let me recommend maybe throw in that, that Saturday as a, as a secondary option for mouse dining to try to get your breakfast in and maybe don't do all three of those things on that one. Well, the only thing is like, so yeah, I, I get it. And we can, we can also book some Harmony Barbershop stuff for Saturday. Um, But our our room, you kind of want to do that. Like at the beginning of the trip. So that way you've got the, you know, the fresh haircut for all the photo pass picks and all that kind of stuff. My only thought is our room won't be ready when we get there. So yeah, we're but, gonna go. But do... you could also. I, I'm just. I'm just saying. Like you could go do. Um, oh, what's the there? There's that little snack spot that's like right as you walk into Liberty Square, and they do breakfast there, and they do like Mickey waffles and stuff. But it's like a. But it's like a quick service, right? Rather than a sit down. Okay. 
I'm just I'm just questioning what and here's the thing you ultimately you know your child best I'm just scared of what a child's going to be like after having been awakened at you know or awakened at 4 a.m or whatever 1 a.m get to the well <laughs> but then they're gonna fall back asleep in the in the car hope so and then they're gonna get woken back up at the car then they're gonna have to go get loaded into an airplane then they're gonna have to ride in an airplane at which point they hopefully, gosh, I, I, I'm crossing my fingers for you, fall asleep again in the airplane, and they get woken up again. Like, I I just, I don't, you know. Oh, I hear you, man. I have, I have some concerns about about your your child's mental state when you when you reach uh, Magic Kingdom and on that first day. I, I will say, the I believe the reservation cancellation window is an hour now, down from a day. Right. So maybe we keep them both and we can oh, make yeah. that call at, you know, 9 a.m. or whatever. As we're in the, you know, lift or whatever headed from the airport, we can make a call that's like, okay, she is clearly not not, not going to have it today. <laughs> or she's totally pumped and ready to rock and roll. And we, yeah, I think that's, a, I think that's a good idea. I'm just saying, you know. We are currently, we're planning on like a 2 or 3 p.m. crash where we need to yeah. go hang for basically, a bit basically when that when that room opens up you're gonna go need to make use of it yeah and that's dude that is such a that is such a good thing to do that you know and, and i mean i'll say that i i have been uh what i i have made this mistake in the past of not valuing the breaks like running everybody until they're ragged is is one thing with adults. It's not it's not even great with adults, right? But like you get yeah. adults who are of the right mindset and it's it's a it can be fun. But for kids so often, like they'll think that they're having fun, but they'll go beyond what they probably should and then everybody is going to be miserable for the Yeah. Yeah. So this trip is going to be a lot of We'll see what happens kind of stuff. And the more stuff that we can make the call on the day of, the better. Um, but, yeah, that's what we've got so far. Um, Hollywood Studios, I, I doubt we're going to do the Roundup Barbecue. I don't even know if it'll be open, but um, I it, doubt it we'll. Will. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but I doubt we're going to do that. We might do Woody's Lunchbox, uh, but... Yeah, so that's go, what we've go got. Get some, go get some tachos, man. Yep. Go get some of them tasty tachos. So that's uh, it's exciting. I mean, now we're sixty days out. We've we've got to get hit the kiddos the, some blue milk too. We've had hit the last milestone. Yeah, we need to get her like extra familiar with Star Wars because I think she she would really like uh, Galaxy's Edge, but we need to like show her Star Wars again and kind of we need to strategically plan movies. Where that we know will be, you know, t- touchstones on this trip, right? And get her, you know, like, oh my gosh, it's the Millennium Falcon. Like, really start like hitting brand names hard, you know. <laughs> that ship is the Millennium Falcon. Look at pictures of it. Look at this just, book. Just show her. Just show her the new. You, you know that uh, Disney One Hundred uh, commercial that. So we are we are recording uh, actually just as the Super Bowl has ended, and so they've you know fully launched the new Disney 100 commercial or whatever. Just show her that over and over again. Yeah. I guess that's I mean, got every you know, everything you could ever want. 
yeah, it's got some it's got some Star Wars, it's got some some Marvel in there. It's got it's got all the things, man. Yeah. Problem solved. But yeah, so that's the, you know, now that's the last <laughs> milestone before you go. So that's where we're at. Now it's just twiddling of thumbs. Mhm. Trying to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> don't don't blow it now, man. If you've made it to this point, don't blow it. It's now. like every day she's like man when i go to disney world i'm gonna do this and this and this and this and meanwhile meanwhile my kids are are clearly spoiled because i will regularly get daddy can we go to disney this afternoon (laughs) i'm like what do you think how how do you think this works the other the other day i told the kids we were gonna go shopping and my daughter goes daddy are we going to go to Publix?" (laughs) because i'm like their shopping is a pleasure right like Number one, where the heck did that come from? Like, just out of nowhere. It's not like we went to Publix that often our last trip, but I I don't know, dude. It's it's bonkers. It's she bonkers. Just, My kids are... She just hears you wax poetic about it so much. <laughs> I miss Publix so much. When y'all are at That's Kroger, right. she, she's like, oh, daddy's always talking about how everything was better at Publix. Right? Daddy just, daddy just got to have his pub subs, and they don't have those at Kroger. <laughs> so, well, on the plus side, Jeremy, when you do go back... You can uh, have a room that is that will actually be cleaned, what, maybe a- at least once, but possibly twice during your trip. Yeah. Yay. Mousekeeping is back. Kind of, sort of. Well. Better than I, I it mean, was. It's, it's back. It's, it's as, here's what I'll say. I think it's as back as it's going to get. What I want is the free $50 for right. deni- like denying it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not. I don't really care about mousekeeping, but I I did like the free fifty bucks to tell them don't even worry about it because the thing about that is, you tell them, I don't need this, and then all you have to do is invest like ten seconds a day to call and say, hey, can you bring fresh towels? And they do it, and they don't say, well, no, sir, you denied mousekeeping. You just have to call, and and then you hang up the phone and you leave, and you have towels when you come back. You know, like. I just that that was such a win because it takes almost no uh, effort at all to to actually get basically mousekeeping, you know. And well, all the, they, the all they don't of, do the part is of mousekeeping make the bed. that you cared about. Yeah, right. I don't care about you, making the bed. I don't even make my yeah, bed at you home. You didn't. You didn't need the bed made, and you didn't care about you know whether or not they picked up the the garbage or you know wiped wiped a couple of things down or whatever. You just yeah. like give me some fresh towels. And I'll and I'll call it good, but yeah, I I haven't heard. I don't know though. Like, is that something they would even announce, or is it just something that would happen? You I know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all they have announced is mousekeeping is back every other day and every day at select places, which I believe means deluxe resorts will get every day, as they should, honestly, and then uh, moderate and. Um, uh, value will get every other day. Yeah, but they but they put it in select resorts so that way they can even be like, well, you know, not not this level at the deluxe resort if they if they see a need for it or whatever. I kind of feel like so, you know. I but yeah. hey, floors, it's, it's back to every other day. So that's floors great. ten through twelve in the contemporary only get every other day. Right, thirteen through seventeen get twice a day. And then what 18. you what you meant to say was ten through twelve garden view. Yeah. <laughs> only get every other day. Ten ten through twelve, you know, uh park view, they get every day. Yep. <coughs> but no, no, it's good. You want to hit that again? 
every day. But Parkside, that's every day. Yeah. Well, obviously, because if you can look at Space Mountain from your hotel room, your, your hotel much, room needs to be clean. You're a dirtier hey, person. And hey, you're no longer looking at just Space Mountain. Now you're looking at Space Mountain and Tron. And Tron, Tron, light cycle slash run. So, Which, so can you explain to me, uh, as, we're, as we're jumping into the next thing here, uh, I was looking at this. So the top four things to know before Tron, light cycle slash run, opens on 4-4. And it keeps talking about joining Team Blue. I don't so, know. I, so I think the narrative of the attraction is that you're on Team Blue and Team Orange is chasing you. You know how in Tron, when they're playing Tron, the arcade game, and you're on the light cycles and there's blue and orange? I think that all of the riders are on Team Blue. And then Team Orange is the NPC, you know, for, for lack of a better term. Uh, what okay. I've, I was just... I was just curious because I didn't, I had not heard anything about this Team Blue stuff. Admittedly, I hadn't been looking that closely either. Um, I, I think it's kind of an Uncle Sam wants you type deal, you know, uh, where the yeah. the Lightning Lane and the ILL and all that stuff is going to be join Team Blue, you know, and take back the grid or whatever. So I don't, I I don't think, I, or I think that that's all it is. Um, I've heard a lot of people saying like a dueling coaster where it was blue and orange and they had two very similar uh, tracks would would be a good idea since there are two separate, you know, colors. Why not have them both be people, you know, have a right. have a so coaster that basically do dueling dragons. Yeah. Do um, what Space Mountain, right? Yeah. Where yeah. you've got separate sides. And just separate. But then somebody will be like, oh, yeah, the blue side is the only side to do or the orange side is the only, you know, yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess maybe that's what they're trying to avoid. Maybe. But spoiler alert, Jeremy, they won't just have virtual queue. They'll also have the option to purchase individual or a la carte lightning lane <laughs> entry in the My Disney Experience app of on the course. day of your visit. Of course. I mean, that's no that's no surprise. I, I paid uh, $46 to ride Cosmic Rewind twice. So they they got my money. God, don't just don't, <laughs> don't remind me about how much money I'm going to have to spend to go ride this 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 thing. So, yeah, I I mean that's that's uh that's the way it goes now. I I am, you know, I I I'm still even though I've had time to think about it, I'm still just weirded out by the fact that there's no standby line in magic kingdom but i don't i guess i'm just a purist or or whatever but you're an old fogey okay yeah. that's that's the thing we're all turning into we're just turning into old fogies. back in my day right you could choose to wait that's right and i wanted the ability to continue to choose to wait yeah, and, and we I'll liked continue it. to complain we waited for three hours for new attractions and we liked it that's right Dadgummit. Well, <laughs> they, so... They will also have this new locker thing, which is brand new, and no other attraction at Walt Disney World has, uh, or Disneyland, for that matter. I'm not sure about the international parks, but, um, yeah, you're going to have to put all your items in a locker, which, as we've discussed, 
uh, is a pretty cool implementation where you use your magic band or phone or, you know, whatever to unlock the locker. And then when you're leaving, you just unlock the other side and get your stuff out. And I, so, you know, so when they, they have this Instagram video that shows off the locker, which is, which is really nice. I appreciated having a chance to see like the size of the lockers and all that stuff. But the dude totally puts his phone in there, right? And fortunately, he has his magic band on. What's going to happen when that's when my phone is the thing that I'm just telling, dude? It's going to happen. People are going to lock their lock the device that should unlock the locker in the locker. Disney's basically guaranteeing that's going to happen. Yes, and hopefully, like you said, it will be tied to your MDE account and not the device, because in in that case. If you use your phone to unlock it, then put your phone in, and then you have your, you know, watch or your magic band or something, you could still unlock it with that. Although I don't know, because at that point, does the device need to be internet connected to unlock? And that doesn't sound reliable. Uh, surely, it, it would, surely not. Well, it would, it just, if, if you have an RFID tag with an ID number, you know, with a, a, bespoke id you can have that you know just be stored in ram and then whenever you go to the other side and unlock it all it has to do is match up an id i don't unless your mde account has a you know you what a udid or uuid that it can it can give well, the, so the locker would or whatever it, like i don't know how would it, it would how how would it know which my disney experience account had unlocked it on the other side unless it's connected to the internet and it can talk to the disney website and say hey is is brad the guy who locked this on the other side right so armchair armchair engineering here my thought would be that when you go to unlock it the first level would be attempt to match device to device, right? So did what locked me un try to unlock me? Do those IDs match? If no, then level two is make a quick call out to the system, the, you know, the internet system saying, this is the ID of the device that locked me. This is the ID of the device that's trying to unlock me. Are they the same person? And then the system could quickly return yeah, that's the same person or no, it's not. And if it says yes, then you unlock. If no, then you, you know, show the little red light that goes bam, 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 and yeah. says you can't unlock this device. The, right? the system being, though, Disney's website. and Well, no, the system being, I mean, yes, but the system being the back end. But yeah, it would right? still be the some same, database, some SQL database somewhere that... I don't I yeah, just the, the same the same thing that's running like all of the ticket media and all that stuff and and fast are well used to run fast pass all that kind of stuff. You don't ever try to go get into the park and the part that fails is you scanning your magic band. The part that fails is always the fingerprint. And you don't ever go up to a lightning lane kiosk and try to you know, check in for your lightning lane and and that fails. That never happens. So I guess there is some robustness in connecting to the internet and maybe it's not the internet maybe the database is on prem yeah it's it's going to be on prem so i mean there's, there's i guess just that's no true. way you'd want to make that call external yeah there's there's no there's no there's no uh what real reason for me to be concerned about that but yeah i think i think it's cool um i can clearly see by the shape of the ride vehicle and how you sit in it like that you 
absolutely cannot have large items and where would you put large items? So I get it. Um, and I, you know, I, I welcome, uh, innovative roller coaster designs, even if they require, uh, external lockers. And like you suggested, I guess in the last episode, if they had some sort of like extra small upcharge where you could have access to lockers at the entrances to every attraction, that would be awesome. If you didn't have to carry your backpack through the Haunted Mansion queue and you could just put it in a locker, go get in line, ride Haunted Mansion, come out and grab your stuff again. That'd be great. All day, every day, Disney. Yeah. I mean, that's that's money just just waiting that's a that's something Brad's willing to spend, and if Brad's willing to spend money on it, what if it must it must be a good idea? What if that's a Genie Plus perk? I you just you just made Genie Plus a lot more interesting to me. That's <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, you've you, you've got these you've got these options now. The other the other thing that they that they put on here, and honestly, the reason why I put this in the rundown was they were talking about the Photo Pass photo and video offerings, which I mean. That's not terribly surprising, right? Like they do videos on everything now. I I hadn't really thought about that there would be a video offering, but when I saw it, I went kind of okay. But I assume that this photo that we're looking at is the photo pass photo. Yeah, and I think it's pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. It's better than the Cosmic Rewind one. The Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> the Cosmic Rewind one sucks. It is not good. I mean, it's. <clears throat> it's really weird and the the rider is not the like main focus of the photo this at right. least the riders are huge in the photo and you can actually see them like our cosmic rewind photos i have a hard time you know you actually they, they could have just as easily easily given you somebody else's and you'd have been yeah. like hey, yeah i might be there yeah i especially if you're in the second row of the car on cosmic I have a hard time like even seeing what my expression was. So I think this looks great. Um, it did when we rode cosmic rewind, it was weird that there is at no point a place for you to view your photos and to do what I always do and go ahead and scan the magic band. Even yep, though I have always, memory maker. always get that. Yep. Always get that extra scan in just yep. in case it didn't take, but yeah, I mean, we got both of our Cosmic Rewind photos, so I guess, again, I really have no reason to doubt this new newer technology, and that might be it, is every other attraction on property is retrofitted for my Magic, or my Disney experience and Genie Plus and all that, and these two brand new ones are built specifically for Genie Plus and, and all that, and they actually work much better. Which that does bring up one other thing, which they which they do actually hit on in the in the uh, what article press release, whatever you want to call the the things on the Disney Parks blog, uh, when it says use use your eligible mobile device, enable Bluetooth, blah blah blah. Make sure your mobile device boards your light cycle with you and is safely stored in the small light cycle compartment to use this method. Like that's a that's another possible gotcha if you yeah. didn't use your Magic Band because. While they will tell you, you know, that I could very easily see myself just, you know, tossing my phone in the locker, yep. not not thinking twice about it right now. In theory, I've got my magic band, but truthfully, I don't. I've got my Apple Watch on, which hopefully the Bluetooth from that will, you know, also work with it. But 
I kind of would prefer as many options as possible to make sure I get my yeah. photo. And I don't know, especially this, with them getting rid of the photos at the end. I don't know if this is my old foginess coming through again, but oh, I 100%. just I just don't trust device Bluetooth to be the identifier for me. And maybe it's my you know networking job that I have, but I don't trust Bluetooth. Bluetooth is so bad, and I don't trust Bluetooth to be the way that they know which person I am on this train of, you know, 20 people. Here's what I'll say. I don't trust device Bluetooth because I've seen device Bluetooth screw up and lose photos for me too many times at the Disney parks. And like you said, maybe it's because it was retrofitted, but if it's if it's retrofitted and it doesn't work, don't yeah. say that it works. It's kind of kind of where I'm at. So I'm I'm still very firmly on team Magic Band. I know it yeah, stinks that, kind that of you stuff. that you have to pay for it now, but man, if you can just get a little a, a Magic Band two, one of the not plus interactive versions, that is pretty solid because it's using RFID short range and long range and it is going to be much more reliable than relying on your phone's Bluetooth connection. Well, I think that about covers our old foginess for this evening. I don't know, man. I All that I know is I've got to get my glass of warm milk ready so that I can I can get to bed because it is well past my bedtime. Oh, shoot. I forgot about my prunes. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a